What's going on, guys? Happy Thursday, and uh, welcome to another episode of The Murder Mentality. It is January 13th, and uh, we're staying consistent here. Um, let's talk about one of, I think, the most misunderstood subjects in the world, and that's positive mindsets, positivity, negativity, all of that stuff here. I think, hear me out. I think a lot of quote-unquote positive people aren't as positive as they say they are. Now, before you start attacking me, <laughs> or don't, you know, <laughs> what's up, Chris? Um, let's address something real quickly here, guys. I think that we all pretend like we're a lot more fucking fragile than we are. Like, look, I've had a lot of stuff come up today. Like, I've had a lot of hurdles get put in my way today. And I've had a lot of opportunities to sit down and get frustrated with it, which I did. Um, but because I'm an authentic human being, I'll admit that. I'm not going to wander around acting like I'm fucking Mr. Positive. Just got to stay positive. Got to stay positive. It's not that simple. Because without positivity, you don't have negativity. They're oppositional forces. They, they have to exist in opposition to one another. And both of them are inside of you. You can no more erase negativity than you can erase positivity. And if you do, you erase its partner and therefore don't have anything except for a null and void and nothing. And nature abhors a vacuum. So that's just simply not how it works. But what I want to get to today is something specifically that a lot of people see, like I see a lot of people saying and talking about today. And it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Because what I realize is that I'm not positive 24 fucking 7. I'm not always the best version of myself. I'm always attempting to be that. I'm working at it. I'm consistently getting better, better, like day by day, little by little, better and better I become. But here's the thing, guys. You can't remove negative people from your life. It's impossible. It's not possible to remove all the negative people from your life. And if your little positive world and mindset is so fragile that it can't exist without interacting with somebody who's negative, is it really so positive? Are you really so detached from being negative that you can't even tolerate being around somebody who's got a low frequency, low vibration? Are you really so enlightened if you can't even be around somebody that's, not, that's, that's struggling? That you can't even allow yourself to like to like have them just be themselves in their fucking level <laughs> without it somehow bringing you down? And I say no. I don't think that's really that positive. I don't think you're really doing everything you think you're doing if you can't tolerate even being around somebody without being brought down by them. Your mind state and your frequency, how you feel about yourself and how you feel about the situations around you is directly proportional to the level of commitment you have to yourself and the things around you and what you're willing to do to maintain that. You can't control the moment. That's the weird thing. You live in the moment, but you can't control it because it's happening second by second. You can, however, do your best to take actions that will put you in a position later on to do the things you'd like to do, to have the feelings you'd like to have, to vibrate at the frequency you want to vibrate at. But 
As long as I'm so worried about, like, oh, they're just bringing me down right now. Why don't you, if that person is so negative and so difficult to deal with, or that situation is so negative and difficult with, holy crap, I'm just so overwhelmed. Why don't you take some fucking massive action at it? Why don't you literally look at that situation and do your best to be your best self and bring your best self to bear on that situation so that when you're done, you can look back at it and say, damn, we actually made a difference there. And if not, you know that you did your best, not just ran from somebody because they were uncomfortable. Now, I'm not suggesting that you should stick around somebody that treats you poorly. I'm not suggesting that you should take people's shit. I'm also not suggesting that you should get in their face about it. But I am suggesting that really, really true, like positive and like forward thinking, personally developed people who are like working on themselves don't function from positive and negative they function from commitment, okay? Rain, shine, sleet, or snow. Doesn't matter. Committed. Feel good? Feel bad. Feel ecstatic? Feel depressed? Doesn't matter. Committed. It's not about... like. This is why people's spirituality suffers so much. This is why my spirituality suffered so much for so long. It was dependent on how I felt. I was conditional. I tried to act like I was spiritual. I was, ah, oh, I'm so woke, blah, blah, blah. But are you really so woke if literally being in a bad mood keeps you from your own spirituality? Are you really so developed? Are you such a fucking goal crusher if you feel bad and get up and just don't do it? I mean, I got my boy Aaron in here, and I'm just going to ask him a direct question because I, I love the dude, and I know I already know the answer. I don't even have to ask. Like, dog, do you operate from commitment or how you feel? When you get ready and you go to the gym in the morning, do you always want to go? Do you sometimes just not want to do that? When you're cutting and you're going through your cutting phases, are you hungry as fuck and you just want to eat anything you can? Or, or, or let me rephrase that, and still don't? Or do you operate from how you feel and allow that to crush the direction that you're taking? We operate from our feelings too fucking much. They're not real. They're not real. Goodness glows. Happiness and love, like goodness, joy, it glows. It doesn't flash. Anger flashes. Happiness flashes. But goodness in your heart and your spirit and behaving in a, in, a, in a congruent manner to the person that you want to become and who you know deep down inside you are will leave you with a level of just, like, I'm trying to, I wish I could describe it, man. You will feel so just complete. You'll feel complete in the bad times. You'll feel complete in the good times. You'll feel complete at every point. How many people do you know that are living their life that have what you think is a perfect life and they're just like, I don't know, something's missing. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's because you're trying to be happy. Feelings aren't facts. The good ones included. Feelings aren't facts. The good ones included. You love the people you love when they're struggling you love the people you love when they're doing good. You love the people you love when they're not around. And you love the people you fucking love when they're there. Unconditionally. Quit being conditional with the energy that you give the things around you based off of how you feel. Quit being conditional with the energy you give God <laughs> based on how you feel. Just imagine for a second that you're your creator. I know that's a pretty big imagination to fill here, but like, let me just imagine for a second that you have this person, this being that you want to be in constant contact with, that you love so much and you want to put so much blessings on, all right? 
And that this person stops talking to you and gives you the silent treatment every time something's bad. Or now imagine that this person only talks to you when it's bad. Would you feel, would you feel like that person really wants a relationship with you, their very fucking creator, or would you feel like it was conditional? Are you conditional with your spirituality? Are you conditional with your love? Are you conditional with your grind? Are you conditional with your family? Do you only hang out with your kids when you've got the time or do you make the time? I was just thinking about this today because I've had a really crazy like last four days. It has been like, and what I've noticed is that my soul is at the most peace when as it's going up and down, I'm choosing to be right here because then I can see it when it's all the way down there and be like, okay, let's go ahead and adjust here so that I'm in the right position when it comes back up, boom, right there. And then when it's all the way up here, I'm like, oh man, I feel pretty good. I'm vibing high on that. But let's not ride that high wave as if that's going to be there forever. Because when it comes back down, I'm going to feel like shit. I cannot expect myself to be always happy. I can't expect myself to be always positive. I can't expect myself to always be anything. Except I can ask, just ask and attempt my best to plan, like, to act it out, to be me at all times. And I don't believe me is the one that's up here on flying high as fuck. And I don't believe the one that's down here is me either. I think it's the one in the center that's watching that happen. And as that fucking vibration comes up, as the situations come up and down and up and down, if I get on that fucking wave, then when it crashes down, I was already up here. So this feels like shit all of a sudden, even though it's normal. And then when I come down here, if I come back up a little bit, it feels great all of a sudden because I'm not all the way fucking down here, but it's still shit. Let's try to fucking vibrate at a high frequency enough that we can literally recognize that these wavelengths of emotions aren't us. <laughs> and like Aaron said here, he responded a second ago, but I was on a tangent. Fuck how I feel. I've got goals that are going to need me to look past how I am just in the present moment. Knew you'd come through, dog. I fucking knew you would, man, because I watch you. It's clear as day. It's clear as day. If you put a fucking room of a thousand people together and you ask who here works out and eats healthy all the time, anybody else sit down. Do anybody, does anybody believe that we'd be surprised at the person, like the types of bodies that people had when they were still standing and everybody else sat down? I don't. If we did that same room and we're like, who here is financially solvent? I bet you we would be less surprised than we want to admit. Okay. <laughs> who here is spiritually solvent? Who here is spiritually sound? I think more people would sit down than you thought what you would. I think more of those people would surprise you who sat down. And then when you saw the people that were still standing up, you'd be like, oh shit. You know, that actually does make sense. Because we have this concept like we need to detach from reality. We need to detach from negativity. We need to detach from our possessions. And like it's the world will always have the temptation of going with the negative thing. It will always have the, like, the 
temptation of you getting involved and being fucking like stuck to these worldly fucking concepts. Oh, I just love it so much. Like it will always have those problems. But you're not as fucking strong as you want to pretend you are. Your little positive mindset ain't what it fucking sounds like. If you can't allow those things to exist around you without it fucking you off. This is why when people are done with drugs, they're done with drugs. And this is why people who aren't relapse consistently. Because it doesn't matter. You can't remove the temptation of the fucking drugs from the world. They exist. And so do you. And until one of you doesn't, that temptation will continue to be there. I'm not saying that you shouldn't put yourself in situations to avoid the temptation. But I'm saying that if you fucking left a bag of dope in my fucking shop, I'd kick you out and flush the shit. I've had that happen to me numerous times in my life. Okay? <laughs> but I refuse to fuck with it. I refuse to allow that fucking consistent, because that's what drugs are, man. That's that fucking up, down, up, down, up, down. I want to be here. I want to be in the middle, the observer. I want to be the person that knows where I want to be, because that level of pride in having a fucking even kiltered like, approach. Like, I'm not saying that I don't attack the fuck out of everything I want, but what I'm saying is that I don't do it emotionally. I tattoo the same if I'm emotionally fucked up, I tattoo the same if I'm fucking vibing high. I tattoo the same if anything. Because I, when I sit down in that fucking chair, I detach from myself and provide a service for somebody. I detach from that fucking feeling I have making a difference on that. And that's the problem with most people. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. Please don't think that. Authenticity. Fucking vulnerability. I'm far from perfect, but I recognize what I need to do and I'm chasing the fuck out of it. Your goals will fall into place so quickly, so mind-blowingly quickly when you stop operating on whether or not you feel good. Your goals will literally show up like it's fucking magic. It is. It's like a universal fucking law. Alignment with the, the desired outcome is detachment from the emotional fucking charge behind it. It's detachment from the emotional fucking attachment to the, the end result. That's why working out only works if your goal is to just keep doing it. If your goal is to work out until you're skinny again and feel young and sexy again, it's not going to work. If your goal is to fucking work out until you're a certain level of jacked and then you're going to fucking maintain it, that it's not going to work. You are not going to feel the fucking end result. Like, oh, I've fucking arrived. I heard a quote today. I love it. Marcus Aurelius. Straight, not straightened. What that means, what that means is that you must consistently align yourself throughout the day, all the time, every day. It doesn't mean that you can align yourself once and as long as you push off enough negative fucks that you won't ever fucking get out of alignment again. No, you must consistently fucking... Get your fucking spot. Planes don't fucking... They adjust in the air as they're flying to the location they're going. As they're fucking landing, if you ever watch a plane land, it doesn't go... It like fucking... Like, <laughs> they adjust as they go, but they know their destination, and they know that if they fucking get angry and go like this, everybody fucking dies. And I'm the kind of person that used to be like that. 
I'm the kind of person that when I was fucking happy, man, everybody was happy around me. Fucking here, I have enough dope for everybody in the house to have some. Let's fucking have a good time. I was that dude. But then as soon as I was fucking mad, as soon as a fucking, uh, you know, like what do you call it? Like a, you know, a low tire happens on my car, like my fucking coach Wes says, I just get the fuck out of my fucking car and I stab all the other fucking tires and burn the fucking car down. That's the kind of person I used to be. I couldn't be trusted to manage my emotions for anything. But your emotions are your motivators. They really are. They really are. But what they should be is your motivators to remember that you can fucking vibe right in the center, guys. I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy things. I'm not saying that when you're high here, when that emotional state is coming up, that you shouldn't experience it. You will experience it. But I'm saying don't write it as if you can be on a never-ending fucking bell curve that just gets happier and happier and happier and happier by the second until you fucking explode and God pulls you out of the fucking sky and says, well done, my good and faithful child. It's not how it's going to work. God didn't fucking pick those people. God picked the people that were in the fucking gutters and lifted them up. The prostitutes, the addicts, the drunks. The worst of the worst. And that's why it was so important. That's why it was so important because those people who have been so low recognize that they can go that low again and they're very, very cognizant of their fucking energy levels. Because those people that were that low, they weren't always that low. Their emotional state was again, up, down, up, down, up, down. I've had so many fucking hurdles in the last week. So many. So many things that broke my fucking heart and crushed my spirit a little bit. Get dealing with fucking things from the fucking courts for my fucking custody, man. You have, if you haven't been through it, guys, I don't recommend it. It's fucking rough. But I vibed higher on the days that I got that fucking bad news because I chose to come out of myself and fucking do something spiritually powerful for me because I recognized that I could not control the moment of the situation or how I felt at that second. But if I took the right actions, my emotional state would come back up to a degree where I could tolerate living in my own fucking head again. It's not about being happy. It's not about being fucking positive. It's about maintaining control of your fucking self. If you were happy all the fucking time and it fucking rained and you just didn't like rain, you'd go to pieces. If everything happened that you ever fucking wanted to happen always happened the first fucking time that you made a wrong turn you'd go to fucking pieces and it's not that like just you can tell it's like exacerbating for me just stop chasing the goals like really like i know i have goals but they're just things to do along the way because i do have a vision of where i want to be in five years but my vision of where i want to be in five years is more about who I will be and what I will be doing than what I will have in my bank account and how people, cool people think I fucking am. My goal is to be the biggest fucking face-tattooed fucking philanthropist you've ever fucking met. <laughs> my goal is to fucking give myself so thoroughly to give of me and the value that I've learned and the things that God and society and my mentors and teachers have given me so freely even when I've paid for it, still, the information they've given me is so fucking cheap compared to what I paid for it for. And to give that so consistently that I'm able to help as many people as I possibly can. It's 2022, guys. 
I want to tell you about one last thing before we move on here. And this is my invitation for you to change your life today. It's not about making money anymore. You guys have misunderstood the concept of money. And this will tie into the whole positive negative thing here in a second. Because when you concentrate on making money, you're concentrating on the idea that the goal will complete the thing that you want. If you concentrate on being the kind of person that gives so much fucking value to your community and the people you love, you will never want for anything. And if you keep concentrating on upping that value, thinking about how you can bring a better message to people, how can I fucking better serve my clients? How can I better serve this? How can I bring a better boss to the table? Better father, better everything. It is inevitable that your bank accounts will fill. Your community will rally around you. When you give so much fucking value, so much, when I say value, I'm not saying I'm so valuable. I'm saying when you give so much valuable information and it's not shit I've come up with for the most part, it's just something God's given me because I'll sit and think about it until he's like, dog, here you go, it's a little tidbit, man. Thanks for trying so hard. Or because somebody said some shit and I was like, damn, that was so profound. Stop chasing the goals. Just stop. They're not going to fucking make you feel right. Write yourself a one-year plan, then a five-year plan, and then a 10-year plan, and then a 20-year plan, and then a 40-year plan, and then a death plan. Because I want you to plan so far ahead that you realize that nothing that ever happens to you for the next 50 years is ever going to just, quote, make you fucking happy. I just want you to be the kind of person that when you die, you can say, damn, son, you fucking did a good job. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.